Welcome to the Beautifully Balanced podcast. I'm Samantha Dinage. Join me to explore holistic approaches to support your well-being in today's hectic world. Through each episode, my intention is to empower you to live your life with less stress and more joy and relaxation. I understand we are all unique and I invite you to take what resonates with you on your journey to feeling more vibrant from the inside out. My dream is to create a radiant ripple effect from each of us out into the world. Thank you so much for choosing to spend your time with me. Now let's dive in. I knew creating space was important, but I always underestimate how much so until I really have some. At the end of August, I was fortunate to go on a last minute five day mindfulness retreat in Valencia, Spain. It was just the right thing at the right time. So I really couldn't believe my luck. And it was hosted by my friend, Ricky O'Donoghue, who joined me on the Beautifully Balanced podcast for episode 44, The Role of Self-Compassion in Mindfulness. So when I heard there was a space available, I was literally jumping up and down. And then I have to admit some apprehension and worries came to mind about this trip. And I could have easily talked myself out of it. To ensure that I went ahead with the trip, I booked my flight as quickly as possible. The decision was then made. There was no humming or harring about it and I was definitely going. So here's a quick insight into some of the things that were going through my mind. I was thinking, would my class members and clients mind me being away again? And who was going to look after the dog? Who am I to go on another holiday after I only went away for a couple of weeks in August camping? What if the food doesn't agree with me? What if I don't get along with the people there and I feel left out? Although deep down, I knew it would be full of lovely, like-minded people. I was worrying about the sleep arrangements in the bathrooms. I worried I would feel out of sorts after traveling and being on my period. But then I knew that Vicky would create a space that would allow me to be exactly as I was in the moment. And I didn't need to be any other way. And it turns out that I needn't have worried about any of these things because it all just worked out wonderfully and I had the best time. And what I really love about going away by myself is that I feel the pressure is off. I feel I can practice asking myself, what do I want today? What do I need? And I can try it out and see how it feels. I feel like there's less pressure to compromise. And when people don't really know you, they have no preconceived expectations of you either. And there is really something about that which feels so freeing to me. And I know some of the others on the retreat felt that way too. The retreat had some structure, but it also had plenty of free time as well, which was just wonderful. So in the morning and the evening, we had mindfulness sessions. It was amazing to see the sunrises at the beach, which were absolutely fantastic. Totally blew my mind and created such a magical setting for our mindful practices that were guided by Vicky. In the daytime, there were choices, invitations to go as a group or alone into the city. There was the option of going to the port. We tried to go to a nature park, but we never actually made it thanks to the Sunday transport. (laughs) But that's another story. And there were other activities available in the local area as well, such as bike tours, stand up paddle boarding, should we have wished. 
And on the first night, so our first opening session, we had a gorgeous ceremony whereby we had the chance to begin tuning in to what we need and start to set intentions for the retreat and beyond. We had some candles, we got to light a candle each and an opportunity to share and be seen and heard by others um, what our intentions were, things that were on our minds if we wish. There was no pressure, simply an invitation to join in if comfortable. And it was a great start to really set the tone for the next few days and start to open up um, and find out a little bit more about others in the group. And about four weeks prior to going on this retreat, I have to say that I felt like I was at a bit of a crossroads in my life. (laughs) I think this was sparked by the fact that I'm moving closer to being 37 in December and coming probably to the crunch about making choices around having children. And I felt like I had a lot going on in my mind that I needed to process about the direction of my life. So for me, on the first two days, rather than go go with some of the others off into town, I knew that I needed some serious space. I needed to be by the water, by the sea and feel grounded by the sand. I desperately wanted to just slow down, pause and have some time to reflect and have some great conversations and gain some perspective. I didn't want to be taking in lots of extra information through my senses. At that moment, it just would have felt too overwhelming and I knew that it would have been a distraction from the things that I really wanted to, I guess, face on the retreat. So whilst most other people went out and about, I did as I wished and went to the beach and one other retreat member each of those first two days wanted to go to the beach also. And we had just the best days. I've never spent so long at the beach. Usually I want to get back or I want to go to a pool if there was one. Um, But the beach was just perfect. And it was a great chance to deeply connect um, with a couple of other people across those two days and to really relax and have that space just to begin to process some of those niggles that were under the surface. And with the beach, just a short, sunny five-minute walk away from our accommodation, it was so easy to head down there and enjoy the vast stretch of beach, of the sand and the sea. It never seemed to have big changes of tides. It was always there, always present in all its power and its glory. And I've been wanting to get more confident about swimming in the in the sea or outdoors. I think I've spoken about this at least once before. So again, going on this break to the coast gave me the opportunity to face my fears a little bit more, get in with the waves that would have put me off in the past and have some fun. Even if I did almost lose my sunglasses. <laughs> And one gorgeous evening, whilst enjoying an evening mindfulness session and dinner on the beach, a few of us decided to head to the sea under the night sky. Now, this was out my comfort zone as I can feel quite creeped out in the dark. But going into the sea just felt so much more manageable after spending time in the sea in the daytime and knowing that actually it was okay. It takes small steps, right? (laughs) I was really proud of myself for taking a nighttime dip 
in the sea and I even decided to go topless, helping to boost my body confidence too. It was so freeing and liberating. I really, really enjoyed it. It was just such a wonderful evening all together, um, having these experiences on the beach under the stars. So by having Vicky create a safe space and for having time, much needed time over the course of the five days on the retreat, I really gained a lot of clarity about things that had started to cause me an underlying level of anxiety just prior to leaving. I came to a point on the retreat where I thought certain things in my life need to change. It was no longer an option to continue as they were and I managed to find the words that I needed to begin to address those when I returned. And never in my life had I felt so assured in what I wanted and what I didn't want. And I don't think I would have got there without the time, space, conversations and support that I had over these few days with the other retreat members and a chance to really find the quiet and listen to what my heart wanted rather than just being busy and moving on. Because I think when we're in the mix of daily life, it can really be really hard to really take stock of what we are happy with and what needs changing. I hadn't felt this anxious in a long time and it was a great reminder of how I used to live like this every day and that it will absolutely pass because I have a great holistic toolbox to help manage it. So I didn't feel helpless or stuck in this state, which was also really freeing. Gaining clarity on the retreat really helped me to feel more organized and less messy and overwhelmed in my mind, which really helped. The retreat also gave me the time and space to reflect on my current daily routines at home and see what I could adapt to help find a place of centre and calm rather than overthinking, overwhelm, feeling a bit unsettled as I was and the off feeling in my stomach that had started to creep in. I decided I would get back to a more um, set morning routine with a morning meditation or a breath practice to focus on my grounding affirmations. Um, I've got a card with some affirmations in that was in my office, which I didn't always go into first thing in the morning. So I moved it to the bathroom where it's easy, it's convenient, I see it to help that to happen. And to clear my head with a regular nose rinse because I was feeling a bit stuffy. And do you know what? I've stuck to it. It's been really great since I got back. And I feel like it's such a good way to start the day before taking Tilly out for a walk and get some fresh air and real daylight. And I know a few of the people on the retreat as well, they had intentions of things they were going to do, such as um, a regular yoga practice. And they've started making that happen, you know, checking in and people saying, yes, I've done it, which is just really great because having these pauses some time away can be that kind of turning point and catalyst to move you in the direction that you want to be and the retreat really reminded me of the importance of taking time to recharge not just physically but mentally too upon returning I've begun to create some short pauses in the day to slow down to watch a little bit of a film or do some art whilst trying not to feel guilty about it It was interesting that the old, oh, I must be productive 
guilt was creeping back into my life. And a friend has really inspired me to chill out more, which helps to bring balance and it makes it feel more normal for me, which is just so useful as patterns in our household can revert back to being very busy and intense if I'm not careful. And continuing on the theme of daily routines, I have to admit after a week or so of being back, my sleep was disturbed. I was waking up with my mind drifting to all sorts of places, mostly worries. And I was trying to manage this by listening to relaxing music or a yoga nidra or a meditation when I woke up in the night, which did help. But ultimately, I needed to get myself back into more undisturbed quality sleep. And I had some time over one Sunday morning and in that space I was able to realise that I needed to change something in my evening. So I made a proactive decision to incorporate some things that have really worked for me in the past into my evening. And whilst I was avoiding bright lights and screen time before bed, I knew through my Ayurveda and nervous system lens that I needed to create a sense of calm, grounding balance and safety before I went to bed so that my mind and body knows that they can switch off and relax deeply. When my sleep is okay, it can be so easy for the routines to begin to slip. So it was really time to get them back. For example, last night I had a warm shower to wash off the day. I did 30 minutes of yin yoga to really activate the parasympathetic nervous system and come into my body. You know, yin yoga is very low level poses, so they're naturally more grounding with the earth element. You can really kind of relax, switch off, feel into the support of the ground underneath. And after the yin yoga, I did some alternate nostril breathing. And I just love this to balance and calm my energies and my hormones. And I know that it's really popular for other people in my community to help them to sleep as well. And I also enjoyed an Ayurvedic milky drink called Charamprash, or as one of my friends calls it, Christmas in a jar, because it's a bit Christmassy, cinnamony. cinnamony. Um, It's like a jam that you stir into um, milk or water. Um, So that really helped to settle me even more. And I had such a good night's sleep that my concentration, mood and energy is really great today. And that in itself motivates me to keep it up. But if I hadn't have had the time to reflect ahead of the evening and decide what steps I was going to take to up level my nights in routine, then this probably would have never happened. I also said to a couple of people that I was going to do a bedtime routine that night, which also helped me to commit more to actually doing it and it worked. If we think about space, if we think about up above the stars, the moon, by the way, did you see the amazing full moon this weekend? So space is vast, it's expansive and it appears to have no limits. And I think sometimes our mind can feel like this too when we feel anxious. If we don't have routines in place as a container, then things can just feel a bit messy and all, all over. So coming back to the retreat, 
It's autumn time now as I record this and just like the trees let go and shed their leaves to create space for new growth next year. At the closing ceremony of the retreat, there was a real release and let go moment for many of us. Luckily, everyone was super patient and gave me space to write statements on an extensive number of paper slips of the things I wanted to let go of that I felt called to write in that moment. It appeared that once I got started, there was no stopping me. It was very therapeutic to read each slip that I'd written and say goodbye to it as I popped it into the jar of water to be washed away to the sea the next day and left in Valencia. Excitingly and a little nervously, at that point in the retreat, I knew I was definitely not going to return the same. And since I've been back so far, I've had those conversations that were needed. I'm clearer on my own needs and expressing myself. Life is improving and I'm trusting that life is evolving as it's meant to. I think that when we create space, we open up the opportunity for new possibilities. We pause and listen to our heart's desires. At some point in our day, perhaps we have space, but what do we choose to fill it with? Perhaps scrolling mindlessly on social media, rather than perhaps a quick intentional conversation with a friend, or enjoying the quiet for a few moments. Perhaps we feel a different sense of space, maybe a big gap of emptiness in some aspects of our life. And what would you like to really choose to fill that space with? At the moment, perhaps you fill it with work or a glass of wine. And as our lives become full, not by, it's not by being busy that makes us feel balanced, but by being nourished physically and emotionally. And love is the highest form of nourishment. So needing space, creating space, even filling space with the things that we love that are going to move us forwards, that could look, can look different for each and every one of us. But I'm sure that we can all feel pressured when every minute of our day is scheduled and there is very little time to reflect and make changes towards a happier and healthier tomorrow. Whilst we can't constantly take a few days out of our schedule to go on a retreat, as amazing as that might be, there will no doubt be an option to join me and Vicky on a collaborative retreat next year. And if that's something that interests you, then I invite you to drop me a message on socials using the links in the show notes with the word retreat. And then you can be the first to hear the details. However, for today, I invite you to consider taking some pauses creating space and time to reflect and make decisions regularly to help keep life moving in the direction that you want it to be and that feels innately right for you. After all, going against the grain causes friction and tension and who wants that? Where could you create some space in your life this week? And within that space, maybe consider what's something that's creating a little bit of friction and tension for you. And how can you change something easily to help move yourself in the direction that you would like? Thank you for listening, listening to today's episode. I hope that it sparked some curiosity, thoughts, interest 
um, for you. Do let me know any key takeaways in the comments on socials or do drop me an email or a DM. It's always wonderful to hear from all of you. So have a great rest of your day or evening and I will be back with the next episode in two weeks time. Thank you so much for listening to the Beautifully Balanced podcast. Please press subscribe to be notified when the next episode is out every other Wednesday. Do follow me on Facebook and Instagram at beautifullybalanced.online.